You are listening to Teaching Kindergarten with Della Larson, a podcast that will help you create a joyful kindergarten in a digital world with advice and tips from Della, a teacher with over 34 years of classroom experience and wisdom. It's like having an experienced mentor down the hall. Here's your host, Della Larson. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Teaching Kindergarten with Della Larson. Today, we're going to be talking about how we can be using digital resources in the classroom. Now, last year, because of the pandemic, everybody was obviously remote, and a lot of teachers have kind of put remote teaching and digital resources all in the same box, and most people did not like remote teaching, but... Digital resources are very different than remote teaching, and we can be using them in the classroom. Now, long before the pandemic ever became a thing and remote teaching was a term we all grew to dislike, um, I was using boom cards in my classroom. And I started using boom cards because I had 22 kindergartners and I did have a para, but in my building, there were a lot of people who called in sick and my boss would take my para to cover classes almost every day. So I found myself by myself in my classroom with 22 kids, and I thought, how on earth am I going to meet the needs of all these kids? What strategies, what techniques, what can I bring into the classroom to help my students meet their needs and to help me from going absolutely crazy? And I learned about boom cards. So I started making boom cards in my class and my kids loved them. And the reason why I have so many boom cards is because every single day, my kids literally begged me for more. So I would go home and I would create more and I would give them to them. And during this time, I was really able to see what kind of Um, boom cards were the most engaging and what kinds of boom cards they did not like. So let's just talk about what kinds of boom cards you should be using in your class and why you should be using them. Number one, boom cards are really, really engaging. They have movable pieces. They have sound files. Some of them have video mini lessons. You can even have escape rooms. They bring an element of learning to your children that they just can't get with an old-fashioned worksheet. You just can't compare them. And one of the biggest pieces about boom cards is that they provide immediate feedback. Now, when our students receive immediate feedback, it informs their learning. It stops them and gives them information about what they're doing. So what I want you to think about is, let's say you're taking a yoga class and you're trying to make a pose, but it's not quite right. And the instructor comes over and they just shift your arm a little bit or move your torso slightly. And suddenly that pose is so much more powerful. That is what boom cards do for kids. It shifts their learning, it adjusts their thinking, and it makes their learning much more powerful and it deepens their understanding. That immediate feedback is so crucial for making a task meaningful. 
The other thing about Boom Cards is that they have a reports feature. So um, this year, probably more than ever, we're going to be really under pressure to make sure our kids are hitting their benchmarks. So many kindergartners did not have preschool last year, or if they did, it was not a traditional preschool. And they're probably coming in with some holes in their learning. And we are going to need to make decisions about what we need to teach them next to get them to where we want them to go. And having a report that tells us what their um, current accuracy is helps inform our instruction, helps us know what we are going to teach next. Should they move on? Should they move back? Do I need to reteach? How do I proceed? And having that reports feature is so critical. The other thing about Boom is that they're really easy to differentiate. You can use Boom cards for every student in your class. So if you have students who are above grade level, you can address their needs. If you have students who are below grade level, you can address their needs simply by just clicking and assigning a DAC. You are able to reach the needs of all the learners in your class. And one of the things that Boom has is the sound feature that really makes a big difference with um, ELL students, students for whom English is not their first language, and for students who have special needs. Think about how many times you have literally looked at a beginning sound worksheet, and even you kind of have a head scratcher thinking, what is that image? I don't even know what that image is. And That is what we're doing with our kids when we provide them with a boom card. They don't need to know that this word is dig. There's a picture of a dog digging a hole, but they don't need to know that it's dig because we're going to have a sound file that tells them the word is dig. So we know that our students are actually performing on the skill we want them to, to identify the beginning sound. We're not testing their vocabulary. We're testing their ability to perform the task that we want. Think about word problems. So many times for a student trying to complete a word problem, what we're really doing is testing their reading ability. And there is definitely a place for testing reading ability, but if you really want to know if they can complete a word problem, if they understand the math, if they can't read it, you're really not assessing the math. So if you have a boom card that has a sound file that will read the problem to them, it's almost like having an assistant sitting right next to them, helping them, scaffolding their learning so that they can actually access the skill you want to test. The other thing that I really like about Boom is that it works on a variety of devices. You can use it on a desktop, a laptop, a tablet, and an iPad, or even a Kindle. And one of my favorite ways to access Boom is even on your phone. It's super easy to use Boom across a variety of devices, and that makes it so much easier to have kids access the deck. Okay, so let's talk about how you can actually use the Boom cards in your class. So this is what I did with my students. I used it primarily as an extension of my reading groups. So I would call up my students, I would provide a lesson, 
work on a specific skill. And then I would send them to that technology table where I would have a couple of um, iPads or Chromebooks over there that they could access. And the reason why I actually started doing this is if you teach kindergarten and you have tried to have guided reading groups by yourself in a classroom, you know that one of the most difficult parts of having a reading group in kindergarten is figuring out what to do with the other 18 kids who are not in reading groups. And so what I did was bring in this extra kind of double dip technology table so that I would have my three or four, maybe five kids in my reading group. Then I would send them to the technology table. I would bring up another five. And now I'm going to call them the general population, right? The rest of the class is smaller. So I would give them a a color cut and paste activity that would keep them engaged out in the general population. So I would have 10 kids, five at the reading group and maybe five at the double dip section. And it shrunk how many kids I had to worry about out in that general population. It also provided independent work for those kids. And you know, the fewer kids that need attention the better the instruction you can provide to the children you're actually working with. I also use this, I really use this during reading groups. Now I call these kids my popcorn kids and we all have them. Those kids who might struggle behaviorally, they provide challenges, they need a lot of attention. I would keep those children right up next to me while I was providing a reading group to other kids. And if I gave them a Chromebook with a boom deck, they were engaged. And I didn't have to worry about that popcorn kid distracting somebody else or being disruptive. They were right next to me, but they were not interrupting my reading group. So I used those boom cards, not only as a double dip for the kids who had just left the reading group, but for my popcorn kids, and then out in the general population, I had less kids to worry about. And so that way, I was able to get through three reading groups a day, which for me was a success. The other way that you can use boom cards is in math and literacy centers. I love using boom cards in math and literacy centers because you can extend a unit of study. Let's say you're starting to work on the life cycle of the pumpkin and you might have a pumpkin patch over in your dramatic play center and you might have them writing about pumpkins in your writing center and you might have them painting a pumpkin in the art um, center and then you can provide them with a boom card that gives them a mini lesson on the life cycle of the pumpkin and then asks some comprehension questions, provides some vocabulary. So you're really extending that unit of study in a way that's really meaningful. The other way I like to use boom cards in centers is by using QR codes. So you can create a QR code using a fast pin or a hyperplay link on boom cards. And you can just paste it on a card and put that in a center. And your students can gain access to that particular deck super easy. Now, if you want access to those um, center cards, I have them in the show notes and you can grab those center cards. But it holds my kids accountable for what they're doing in the centers. So 
I, I don't know about you, but I have sent kids to centers where they're supposed to be stamping sight words, and who knows what they're doing over there. They might be like just fooling around. They may never actually write a sight word. But when it comes to boom cards, you are holding them accountable because you are going to get the data that shows that they actually did the task you want them to do. So you can extend that unit of study. You can use a QR code to give them easy access to a skill that you want them to work on. And it really holds your kids accountable to make sure that they're doing what you want them to be doing at the center. The other way that you can use boom cards is in intervention groups. Now, intervention groups, I think, are going to be bigger this year than any year in the past. And this is where the reports feature is going to become so important. Because at the heart of intervention groups, it's really about using data to make decisions about next steps. And those report features are the backbone to intervention. And having somebody take the data every time the child engages with a boom deck helps you make decisions about what to do next. And this is, again, where those sound files provide scaffolding to our students. It supports vocabulary and comprehension, and it really helps our students move forward in their learning. Again, the big piece is that immediate feedback. That boom is going to provide that immediate feedback for our students so it really deepens their understanding and improves their learning. Such a critical piece of intervention groups. Another way to use boom cards in your classroom is in a large group. Now, this is a really fun way to bring boom cards in. If you have a smart board in your room, you can project a um, you can project a boom card up onto the smart, smart board and the kids can go in like a conga line where you get them up and moving and they just go boom, boom, boom. And they just go right around the, the circle to um, answer the questions on the boom card. It's a, it's a great way to fill the time. And when you find yourself with five minutes before lunch or something in a transition, it's a great way to get the kids up and moving. Um, what I recommend is that you create a ghost student in your class, and then you assign the decks you want for the whole group into that ghost student. It just makes it super easy for you to access it because you can log in as the ghost student and then project the deck right up onto the board. Now, at the end of my career, I did have a smart board, but at the beginning, um, a few years ago, I did not have a smart board in my room. So what I would do is I just projected the um, boom deck up onto the board, and I stayed at my laptop, and as the kids touched it, I touched it on my screen. And even though they weren't actually engaging with it, I was pretending... I, I was engaging for them because they would touch a certain button and then I just touched it on my laptop. So even if you don't have a smart board, there is a workaround with that. Another way to bring boom cards into your class is for morning work and fast finishers. Now, in my classroom, kids kind of staggered in and um, 
I tried having a couple of centers open in the morning so that they could access the centers. But for me, I found like it was just so hard to get them cleaned up before the kids moved over to um, the circle. It just gave me another task. And I found it to be kind of difficult. But with Boom cards, it's so easy because I would just put out a couple of Chromebooks and those first kids would come in and access their boom decks. Again, you can do it with a fast pin. So it's so easy for them to just get some good learning done before school starts. Another way for those fast finishers or what I call my Zoomers, you know you're going to have students in your classroom who are advanced. If you're teaching kindergarten, you might have some kids who are at a second grade level. The last thing we want to do and the last thing the parents want you to do is to hold those kids back. You want to be able to give them the tasks that will move them forward. Every child needs to be moving forward. We don't want to hold anybody back and wait for everybody else to catch up. And those Zoomers are perfect with boom cards because you can maybe have a whole library filled with kindergarten decks but you might need to have a couple first and second grade decks for those Zoomers so that you can provide them with that extra work that will continue to move them forward. One of my favorite ways to use Boom was on my phone. So I don't know about you, but we always had late buses. Always. They were just, I worked in a large urban district. We were one of the late schools and the buses were always late. And so the kids would line up in the hallway waiting for their bus and it was hard to wait. So I would pull up a boom card on my phone and let them access a boom card right on my phone. Super easy and it made everybody a little happier. Just make sure you download the app on your phone. Another way to use Boom is for homework. Now, full disclosure, I am not a huge fan of homework in kindergarten. I think the best homework that the kids can have is talking to their parents, reading stories with their parents, and going outside and playing outside. But my district required us to provide a certain amount of homework every day. So Boom cards are a great way to do that because, number one, they don't get lost. (laughs) that, you know, the folder isn't lost. The paper isn't ripped. Um, There's no line at the copy machine. I don't have to go stand in the line at the copy machine during my lunch. I can actually eat lunch. Imagine. Um, So I would just assign boom cards for homework. And um, my kids would be, I knew my kids were having access to appropriate skills and it didn't require a ton of work on my side. Another way to use boom cards is if you have parent volunteers or paris. So you want your parents to come in. Everybody wants parents to come in, but sometimes it's hard to figure out what they should be doing. So by providing them with a access to a boom card, they can sit right next to a student. They can help them get out their um, headphone. They can help them log in if they need it. They can sit next to them and watch them um, perform on the boom card. And what I really like about this is it really helps the parents and educates the parents on what the skill is that we're working on. So they can really start to see, oh, this is what they do all day. Okay, these are the skills they work on. And they're helping you. 
Um, they can also help by putting those headphones away, making sure they get back into the cubbies, maybe get, taking the Chromebooks or the iPads and charging them. Really helpful for parents because the parents want to, want to come in and they want to be helpful. Nobody wants to volunteer and have nothing to do. So using Boom is a great way to have parents help you without providing them with lots of training. Um, it's also a great way to keep your paras in the loop. So often we are so busy, we don't have time to sit with our paras or our assistants and explain to them what different kids are working on. But when paras can actually see that these children are working on this deck and these children, wow, I can really see this deck is much more difficult, they start to understand as well what skills each child needs to work on. So let's just kind of wrap it all up. Number one, why should we be using digital or specifically Boom? It's engaging. It provides immediate feedback. It can be used on a variety of devices. You get the reports feature, and it's perfect for differentiation with those ELLs and special needs students. Number two, you can use it for direct instruction during your guided reading groups, during your math and literacy centers, for your intervention groups, whole group instruction, and those fun fillers. It's also a great way to provide classroom support, whether through homework, parent volunteers, fast finishers, or that ugh, dreaded late bus. I hope that you'll try to use Boom Cards now that you are back in the classroom, and let's please hope that we stay in the classroom. Um, I think that Boom is a great tool that we have, and I encourage you to try them. Um, if you have any questions at all, feel free to contact me. You can reach me at Class at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at, at Class, And I have a YouTube channel where I put up videos. Again, Della Larson's Class. Pretty easy to find me. So I want to thank you for listening today. And I hope I gave you some ideas about how to use Boom in your classroom. And I wish you the very best this year. <music>